0: one that yields to it so uh september 10th and the 24th now uh the, tw- the 10th we're going to have an encounter service and then on the 24th we're going to have a prophetic night so saturday is prayer and soaking um those that are in, those that have that gift of intercession now which is is hannah and and um katherine uh, and Um, Crystal sorry guys Um, I uh, uh, really encourage you guys to come and use that gift and uh, build the atmosphere by travailing prayer one thing there is one thing about travail that the kingdom of darkness there's no power against travail there's no resistance there's extreme warfare at times there's extreme joy at times um there's sadness there's there's all kinds of different things that happen but one thing i one thing i've learned about travailing prayer is there is no power that can stand against it why because the holy spirit prays through you we have a pot bless coming up september 25th with chili cornbread and drinks so COA uh, conference, this is going to be a really good conference. I'm really starting to feel it. Uh, October 1st is 7.15, and then October 2nd starting at 10 a.m. Spiritual authority and the supernatural. And then my, our last announcement is on the first and the third Friday night, COA meets for curse breaking, and it was on last night. It was definitely on. Okay. So there's your announcements. Are you guys ready for the word? Yes. I want to talk to you today about ever increasing faith. Faith is meant to increase and to increase forever. So let's go to let's go to Mark 11:23 and 24. Mark 11, 23, and 24. Say amen while you're there. I'm reading out of the New new Revised Standard Version, and the Bible says, Truly I say to you, if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, And if you do not doubt in your heart, but believe that what you say will come to pass, it will be done for you. So I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received and it will be yours okay so who needs an offering envelope because i kind of messed this up a little bit if you need an offering envelope raise your hand if you give you can give on the church app all right i'm not used to doing announcements thank you pastor keith for being faithful back there he keeps me uh keeps me on the straight and narrow (laughs) amen okay This is a powerful scripture. Um, If we believe that what we say will come to pass, it will be done for you. Whatever you believe, whatever the Lord is talking to you about, whatever is out of the will of God, it will come to pass. Because it is not you that is actually, we're coming into agreement with what God is saying. So, you know, as darkness, as darkness increases around us, we need to have ever increasing faith. I mean, just look at the, look at the condition of the world in the last, oh, let's just say in the last 30 years. From the time that President Reagan left office to the to the condition of the United States today back then we were in an economic recovery Um, we had a president that stood up to the Soviet Union and to communism we had a president that was a military uh, somebody that built the United States military there was a lot of free will free freedom for the church in those times but over the last 30 years things have really digressed really just it's been it's been a decline so there's darkness going on around us and even when we got a president, president that wanted to kind of do a lot, a lot like Reagan and I think he did even more um, he was ridiculed hounded by the press mocked for everything they should have rolled off the red carpet for him but it's not what the one world government and, the, and this evil age wants. So we need to have faith strengthened in this time. I'm encouraging you to grab a hold of the faith that is in you and do not doubt in your heart, but believe, believe that God is going to show himself powerful in America again. you know I, I really believe that um, I, I believe that I just happen to believe the prophets and somewhere I've read that if I believe the prophets I'll prosper. I think that's scripture yeah, I know it is. however um, We are to have faith in God and to know him. So there's two things that is very vital for us in the realm of faith, is that we have to have faith personally. We have to believe, we have to believe when we're setting out to get our family free, when we're setting out to uh, seek employment, we're setting out to uh, learn about the spiritual gifts, do fulfill, go through tribulation, go through trials, go through different things in life, we have to have faith. It's dependent on ourselves. But there's this other part of increasing faith. It is in those times we need to know the Lord. We need to get close to God, draw close to him. Any person can be changed by faith any person faith is not subject to finance who's popular in the church faith is for everyone it doesn't look at skin color it doesn't look at boundaries it doesn't look at anything faith is a living thing and so anyone can be changed by faith. You know, I I continue to draw out of this hospital experience that my, my family went through with Hannah. Now, Hannah right now, she's no longer on oxygen through the day. She starts out a little bit in the morning with oxygen, but now she's completely off of all oxygen, no ventilator. She's moving around the house, getting stronger day by day. But a year and a half ago, we were in the hospital fighting for her life. And we had to have faith. And we had to draw close to God. And we had to believe that what God said was going to come to pass. And so we drew on that. God's design is that the just or the righteous, depending on how you want to translate that, shall what? Live by faith. God's design is the just or the righteous will live by faith. In other words, can you imagine who is, who is living by faith tonight? I'm living by faith. Well, let me say it this way. If you're living by faith, then you are actually acting in righteousness. You are actually acting in righteousness. That's God's design. One word from God, the voice, the unction, that inner knowing, whatever you want to call it, One word from God can change your world. One word. It's just, who's the hungry one? The Christian life is a life of surrender. Because when I read about the men and women in the Bible, they surrendered to God. They never tried to get God to do things for them. That was one of the things that um, seemed to go very quickly in these people. One word, one scripture can change the rest of your life. That's good news. It changed my life. I still have my daughter. When everybody told me she was going to die, everyone except the Lord. Everyone but the Lord, the doctors, the nurses. From the day that, from the day they put her on ECMO, they said we have no idea that she was going to make it. The day they put her on ECMO, they had to resuscitate her, bring her back. Hannah would even say, "You know, Dad, I still remember. I ca- I was." It was such a powerful experience. I could feel my spirit leaving my body. She was that close to death. Except what it was Jesus saying? I'm going to raise her up off that sickbed. I was hoping for divine healing. Instant healing. But God had a different plan. He had a different plan. But one word from God can change your life. It can change your situation. You need a word from God when you're going through things is my point. And then you need to believe it, not doubt it in your heart. The hardest thing for a Christian to do is to plug in for the day toil hard and see no fruit and then have to get up the next morning and do it again. That's a hard thing. You, you give it your all. But you don't see the fruit of your labor right away. So you learn to shrug it off. You do not doubt in your heart. God will provide, God will heal, God will do, God will. You have a word, stand on that word and make that mountain move. Whatever that mountain is, never doubt it. Again, there's two things. We believe and we do not doubt God. The new creation design is to live out of every word, every word that comes or proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's the new creation. That's the design of the new creation. I'm to meditate on God's word day and night. How many spend more hours with this Bible than you do with the television or the workplace In other words the hard the hard thing about the Christian life is the life of surrender because what happens when you surrender you are believing God that what you're doing and what you're pursuing is his will for your life. There's nothing impossible with God. So impossibility is with us. The impossibility is with us. If there's nothing impossible with God, then we must get rid of the impossibility. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Don't question who's getting delivered, who's getting healed, who's getting saved, uh who's got you, who got the promotion or who did what. Don't worry about that. Keep your focus on Christ. Keep your focus on the Lord. To doubt is This is very important. To doubt is to measure God by the limitations of our faith. When I doubt God, I've limited him to my faith realm. When I'm supposed to be looking at the impossible, because all things are possible with God. Don't limit God to your own understanding. Let me say it this way. Don't limit God to your own understanding because one word can change everything. And if you learn this lesson, it will help you operate better in the supernatural because God is going to call you into something that you are not qualified for. Just to show himself that you're completely dependent on him. To believe is not always to have assuring faith. Say, I believe, but help my unbelief. The father of the demon-possessed child. I believe, but help my unbelief. Just to believe... I believe, but is it assuring faith? I'm assured of it. It's going to happen. All I can tell you is this. I got to a place in that hospital after 50 days that anybody that did not agree with me and my wife, I had to say, be quiet. You have no idea who you're talking to. I had to rebuke them. But it got to a place where I realized the negativity and all the different things about this end of life and all the different things that they wanted to talk to me and Lee about. I kept telling them no, no. And they kept pushing and pushing. And when they brought it up in that meeting, I had it had enough. You know, I'm one of those alpha guys. I'm a uh, straightforward and to the point. Sometimes I don't have much tact. That's why I have to be very careful on what I say, because I just want to say, you know what? You have completely lost it. You have no idea. Matter of fact, I even had to tell the, the head doctor of Hannah's case. I said, sir, you need to Google me to find out who you're really talking to, who you're talking to. I'm not going to limit God by my faith. I'm going to operate in what I know and seek opportunity to grow that. Just because, just because I believe, it doesn't mean that it's assuring We've got to get to the place that it is assuring. I'm going to go do my job. I'm going to go do my sales. And I know that God is going to put food on the table. I'm assured of it. Even if I go a week without a, without a, a sale. Even if I go to 20 different, 20 different interviews... Do you know just because somebody wants to hire you, you, you know that you might, not have, you might not take it? Do you know that? When you walk into that interview, you need to hear the voice of God on that. You need the witness of the Spirit. A lot of people take jobs, and they end up leaving it a year later because they're unhappy. Now, let's go to, I'm almost done. I have just uh, one more scripture verse for you. Let's go to Mark 9, 21. Mark 9, 21. and um and here's the actual scripture verse that i referenced 21 jesus asked the father how long has this been happening to him now this is a very important question when you're praying for the sick or you're praying for the demonized why do you think this question is coming up why do you think jesus put this question in the bible because we need to know where is the beginning of this thing So the the Bible says, he asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood, the father said, it's often cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you are able to do anything, have pity on us and help us. And here's heaven's response to a question like that. If you are able, all things can be done for the one who believes. All things. Do you believe that? Are you assured of that today? Are you facing a trial in your life right now? Are you? Are you? What's going on? Do you actually believe that God can do all things for the one who? I love that part of the, I love that part of the scripture. It says, for the one who believes, for the one who believes. We can believe and trust Jesus with whatever doubt of unbelief we may have. Can you trust Jesus with your doubt and unbelief? One of the part one of the things that we need to mind out of what we just read in those scriptures is that there's something in this old carnal nature that wants us to doubt. Can we go to God with the doubt and confess it and trust him with it? I'm encouraging you to do that. It will increase your faith. He says, if you can help us, and Jesus, heaven's response was, what do you mean? All things are possible for the one who believes. But the guy was honest with Christ. He was honest with Jesus, and he said, I believe, but help my unbelief. We need to do that. Sometimes when we're looking at that wheelchair and those things come through our mind about doubting whether it's gonna happen or not. Can you, can you just take a time out for five seconds and say, Jesus, I trust you with this unbelief, but all things are possible for the one who believes and I believe in you. It can, it's a game changer. My last point tonight is this. God's plan is, if we believe, we shall see the glory of God. I like to watch that. I love to watch the power of God in action. But it takes me, it takes me to believe you know it takes a lot for somebody to step out and to not know somebody and go over there and give them a prophetic word but the more they do it the more they believe and it's easier they don't question they just do it's a lot of times you know when you're when you're doing when you're Sensing things in the spirit realm. It's like, I, 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 wanna, I just want to go after the fire tonight. I want to go after the fire tonight. But my point is this. Whatever you're facing in this life, what is the mountain that you're looking at? Have, are you speaking to that mountain in assured faith? Are you telling yourself, I will be who Jesus has called me to be? See, Pastor Keith and I, we come in here and we see this church filled. You know, we see all 150 chairs in this room packed. And the chairs pushed back even further. We see that. But we come in right now and we go This. We have a a beginning. But my point is, I have to call those things that be not as though they are in the future. I have to call them into reality now. Call those things. I want to pray for fire tonight. If you want the fire... If you feel like you need a very a powerful touch from heaven, I just ask that you come forward right now. And it's, it's a changing. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for this fire. Fire. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come.